1: Hi, everybody. Let me adjust here. There we go. Listen to this. It's hard to believe this is a United Airlines tweet. What do you think of this, my friends? Our flight deck should reflect the diverse group of people on board our planes every day. Before I go on, I would like to ask... Why? If you fly uh, many African airlines and others, very often they will be a European pilot. They reflect almost none of the passengers because the airlines there decided that they just want the most competent pilot, whether he reflects the race of the passengers or not. Would we like pilots to reflect the uh, reflexes and intelligence of the passengers? Why the skin color? I think we should take an IQ test and average passengers on 100 flights on United and then make sure that that is the IQ of the pilot. What do you think of that? If you want to reflect your uh, passengers. Our flight deck should reflect a diverse group of people on board our planes every day. That's why we plan for 50% of the 5,000 pilots we train in the next decade to be women or people of color. Hmm. Well, you're asking what if women and people of color in general don't want to be pilots as much as others might. Uh, I don't want to fly United if they choose their pilots on anything other than skill. It's no reflection on women. This is no reflection on people of color. It's a reflection on United. We, We live in a sick time the destruction of standards but that's that's par for the course for the left but the, they have to, the leftists have to fly on airplanes too. Fifty <laughs> percent in the next decade of the pilots they train have to be women or people of color. So if it turns out that they have to lower standards then as they do in colleges with with affirmative action when you have affirmative action for pilots will they do this for surgeons would you would you want that for surgeons would you want affirmative action my dear listeners of the left would you like such race and sex based affirmative action with regard not regards, fees, please don't use regards. Regards is give my regards to your mother. Give my regards to Broadway. Not with regards to, it's with regard to. I'm sorry that it bothers me, but it does, and it bothers me because I love excellence. That's why the degradation of language is just another form of hostility to standards that pervades our society this is astonishing oh i love this did you see <laughs> did you see matt walsh's comment on the united tweet unbelievably no major airline has ever hired a member of the blind community to pilot one of their aircraft What do you say to that, huh? Will you be the first to break this glass ceiling once and for all? Anti-blind bigotry has no place in the airline industry or anywhere else in society. Uh Uh-huh. Affirmative action pilot over the intercom. The plane is going down. Brace for impact. Passengers, we are grateful to die for the sake of diversity. Wow. And here's a defender of it. All they are saying is they don't have a diverse team now, and in the future there will be opportunities for people from all different backgrounds. A lot of companies in the U.S. pack diversity And they recognize that. So what these people, what this person and those who agree with this person are saying is that United until now has in fact prevented qualified blacks and women from being pilots. Right? That's the only possible conclusion to be drawn. But I don't believe that. I don't believe it for a second, not one of you believes it. I don't think I don't know if United believes it we We at this point, it would appear that we are drifting to two different United States of america the the free and rational states of America and the Soviet and irrational states of America. Free people should have their own airline, their own Major League Baseball, their own state. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I, I don't know what else to conclude. I don't want to fly an airline that has affirmative action for pilots. I don't want to go to a college that has six different graduations for ethnic and se- sexual groups like Columbia University does. I don't want to watch games that lie, uh, just pure lies. You know Joe Biden may be the greatest liar we've ever had as a president. I mean, he dwarfs Donald uh, Trump. He's continuing with the Georgia thing, even though it's it's been completely as the left likes to say, debunked. Just yesterday he went back to the Jim Crow law, law lie. Well. Wow. There's another one from Never Republican. White men seem to be opposed to the idea, but I think it's great. And since people will still have to go through training and be qualified to be a pilot, the only objection seems to be that it won't be a white man's industry any longer. So, this person who wrote that is stating that until today, United was racist in its and sexist in its choice of pilots right that that's what it's saying i must say that i do feel sorry for young uh, white uh, men and for that matter young white women the hatred uh, that is sent in their direction is quite remarkable. I don't know if they know what hit them. I don't think they did. I'm sorry for all young people who go to college in most cases. I'm sorry for those who were locked down for no good reason other than the cowardice of the teaching profession. There are good teachers, but the the teachers in general have disgraced themselves. You know that some doctor, I don't know if he's a doctor, but he added M.D. to his letter. I should have brought it with me. Some doctor was angry at my column yesterday uh, about outdoor mask wearing and gave the the classic, well-educated, moronic response. Who are you? You're not an epidemiologist to write on this or a doctor to write on this. I I don't know if he used one or the other, or both. So I just wrote back, why don't you read the article about how many doctors and epidemiologists I quoted. There's no doubt in my mind the man never read the article. He read the headline. I caught him. I will say that uh, doctors have, with again exceptions, of course, have not, shall I say, bathed in, in the glory of truth-telling standards and courage. All right, y'all. 1-8 Prager, 776 877 243 We return. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. You back to the the show. I I, I want to move on here. <laughs> the governor of Arkansas was on Tucker Carlson last night. This is painful for me to say, but I've never encountered the man. He's a Republican, but he seemed to be devoid of the ability to think clearly in, in, in a way that was shocking. They passed a bill in Arkansas which he vetoed. The Republicans dominated the 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 state house, house, whatever it is, the assembly, and representatives or state senators, whatever it is, and they passed a law that children cannot undergo what's called chemical castration, puberty blockers, have their breasts cut off if they say, if it's a girl who says that she's a boy, etc., who are underage, right? You can't get a beer if you're under 18. But you can cut your breasts off. You can take uh, testosterone and get facial hair if you start out a girl. That, that's fine, and I, I presume uh, uh, other forms of what they call chemical castration, things that permanently alter your ability to function normally in many cases, such as sterilization as a result of the hormones. So he vetoed it, but he said to Tucker Carlson, "Sean, if you could find that, it would be a treasure. It, it would be."
0: Now I, a- I think of you as a conservative. Here you've come out publicly as pro-choice on the question of chemical castration of children. What changed? Well, oh, first of all, uh, your teaser as you led into this program did not accurately represent the bill. If this had been a bill that simply prohibited chemical castration, I would have signed the bill. But Tucker, as you know, this bill was overbroad, it was extreme, it went far beyond what you just said. And I made it clear that this if this was about prohibiting uh, procedures, uh, sex reassignment surgery, absolutely, I would have signed that bill. But this again is the first law in the nation that uh, invokes uh, the state between uh, medical decisions. Parents who consent to okay. that. Okay,
1: now wait, wait, wait. Very important. The man one hundred percent contradicts what he just said in the opening. Tucker is terrific. I wish he had picked up on it. He didn't. This drove me crazy. Crazy. I have a logic meter built into my brain and when pure, undiluted illogic confronts me and it is not pointed out, it it sounds like a violinist who, who is playing the wrong notes. Now listen to what he said. He said, if the bill had prohibited any of the sex reassignment procedures, correct? Am, I, am I, I, This is the third if time I'm bill. hearing it.
0: If this had been a bill that simply prohibited chemical castration, I would have signed the bill. Right,
1: okay, so so either he's lying or he doesn't think clearly. I don't know which it is, it doesn't matter. But, what then he says, ah, but the reason I'm opposing it is that it's the first bill in the nation to put the government between parents, doctors, and, and the patient.
0: But Tucker, as you know, this bill was overbroad, it was extreme and went far beyond what you just said. And I made it clear that this if this was about prohibiting uh, procedures, uh, sex reassignment surgery, absolutely, I would have signed that bill. But this, again, is the first law in the nation that uh, invokes uh, the state between uh, medical decisions, parents who consent to that and uh, the decision of the patient, and so this goes way too far. Okay,
1: okay, but he just said he would sign the bill if it blocked all sex reassignment. Isn't that putting the government between the patient and, and, and the, putting, uh, the patient and the doctor? What he said was 100% untrue. I'm not accusing him of being a liar. I don't think, I, I, I don't know what he is. He's self, self-deceptive. He wouldn't have signed it. It's just not true, because that means that the government is getting in the way. But the government gets in the way of a kid being able to vote. The government gets in the way of a kid getting a tattoo. The government gets in the way of a kid getting uh, alcohol. Certainly tobacco. Straws, well, that's for all ages. The... uh, (laughs) The state of Arkansas, all the states, don't allow a kid to get a cigarette or a cigar. But they can take hormone blockers or get their breasts cut off if the parents say fine. Oh, oh by the way, if only one parent says fine, the other parent is called a hater. My God. This was the stupidest interview I, I recall in the recent past. Oh, oh, Tucker, I would have signed it in a moment if it blocked sex reassignment procedures. But I didn't sign it because I don't want to get the government in the way. But that's the government in the way. You just said you would sign it. I don't know how these people get elected. I, 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 this is that that senator from Hawaii, the woman, whatever her name is, Maisie, How did how does she get elected? If I took a hundred Americans, I, I would find more common sense and intelligence than in many of our elected officials. One eight Prager seven seven six. The Dennis Prager Show. AmericanFederal.com Brian Keating is an astrophysicist at a major university. Science is his life. But when he hears someone say follow the science, he gets nervous, because that's not how science works, and never has. See the new video at PragerU.com where we teach what isn't taught. Last night, I submitted the final draft of my next volume of the Rational Bible. I deserve a handshake. I deserve Yankee Stadium cheering. All right. The only reason I mention it, however, is that I added something. Incidentally, I have five editors, very, very different people. By the way, you'll be happy to know from five different genders, because that way I get a really diverse set of opinions on what I've written. And if the next volume, we can get a sixth gender, then... Praise the Lord. Anyway, I do have five editors. I actually love being edited because I only care about having a great product. But I did something I haven't done, I did not do in the first two volumes. And that is I added text. I didn't merely review what was written for errors, for Syntax for spelling, for typos, for grammar, for missing letters, for missing punctuation. Uh, it's it's endless. I actually added something, and I'll tell you what it is. The Brian Keating. Uh, what do we call that? Uh, uh, not promo. What's the word? We have a special radio word. What? billboard. Uh, I never remember that word. You know why? Because when I think of a billboard, I think of a billboard on a highway, you know? I don't think of a billboard as something you only hear and not see. But it made me think of what I did. I added a false god to my list of false gods of modern men and women which I should have had originally. And thank God I I remembered quite literally at the last moment. I sent it in at 2 a.m. Pacific time. I go to bed very late, as you may have inferred. And it is science. And I wrote, science is probably the current biggest false god. My book... Uh, the Exodus and then this one, Deuteronomy, because the Ten Commandments is in both of those books. In my opinion, is worth it just for my explanation of false gods. The, uh, the quote attributed to G.K. Chesterton is one of the greatest truisms of life. When people stop believing in God, they don't believe in nothing. They believe in anything. People stop believing in God, but they do believe uh, that uh, men give birth. It's interesting that the religious crowd does not believe men give birth. One of the fascinating developments of my life, or realizations of my life, is that the religious in America are far more rational than the secular. Not in in every case, of course. But as a community, and many of my secular conservative friends would acknowledge that. But science, that's it, science. Follow the science. That's why this video is so important. Follow the science. By the way, if you want to know how you should act as a human being, do you follow the science? What does science tell you about good and evil? I'll tell you what it tells you. Kill the weak. That is science. Science is not build hospitals. That's, that's stupid. Survival of the fittest is what science tells you. Does science tell you one decent thing? One. Name one. Name me one moral idea or law that you have derived from science. Name me one piece of wisdom you have derived from science. Science is so spectacularly limited, it's limited to science. And it's great. Guess what? Every evil regime believed in science. One A Prager seven seven six. By the way, I did mention the third volume of my Rational Bible being sent in to the publisher last night at two a.m. You can pre-order it on Amazon. Read the reviews. There are there are almost what is it? Almost three thousand reviews, I think. 2000 I don't remember the number. Read how it's changed people's lives. And, and the people that were convinced the Bible is a joke have a completely different view because I use reason to explain everything. And it helps me, obviously, if you order it, because I, I took on this project as a, a work of love not to make a bundle of money. Nobody writes a Bible commentary to make a bundle of money. (laughs) I view my life, if I may be open, I'm always open, further open. Since I make a fine income in what I do, radio and speaking, I felt that I could just do something whether or not it brought in income. That I thought was important. As it turns out, it is done quite well. But that's a pleasant surprise. It's not why I wrote it. So you can pre order. It's called Deuteronomy. It's the fifth book of the first five books. I'm doing a book, a book, a book for each five books. Genesis and Exodus are out. It's called the Rational Bible. It's worth it for the discussion of false gods. Nobody is an atheist. No one. They, they have some god with a small g if they've abandoned god with a capital G. All righty, everybody. Let's go to Arkansas, the home of Asa Hutchinson. Mountain Home, Arkansas, and Sam. Hello, Sam.
0: Hello, uh, Dennis. The My governor, who you were just referencing in that interview with Tucker Carlson, uh, is quoted as saying yesterday that the state of Arkansas would not be able to require or would not require this new idea of vaccine passports. Uh, and then he turns right around and says that employers in Arkansas can, C A N. Can require their employees to be vaccinated. So, so what do you do? You put 20 years, maybe 25 years into a job, and you don't want this stupid vaccine. But an employer can legally require it. What becomes of you? You know, you're three years from retirement. What do you do?
1: That's right, my friend. I don't have an answer for you. What the, the government is doing? You see. What the government is doing, I was going to say, you see what we have now is a movement towards a form of fascism that is not only governmental, but is corporate. If your rights are taken away, whether it's a company or a government, your rights are taken away. The bottom line is the same. You're less of a free human being. I am ambivalent on the vaccine. on the one hand i'm I want as many people to get it as possible so that the lockdown can end the The mask idiocy, which has horrible effects on on human interaction, can end, although I don't think it'll ever end after all it can can't be too safe one of the truly most life-suppressing ideas ever invented. You certainly can be too safe. You can squelch life out of your life in the name of safety. It's one of the most life-suppressing ideas. Abundance of caution. No wonder its initials are AOC. See... It's still an experimental vaccine. I pray it, it's effective, and it may well be. The FDA has not approved it. Doctors who tell you, and, and there are doctors I have immense respect for who, who are on board, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. But then the same doctor might say, you know, well, we, we don't know if hydroxychloroquine is safe. Droxychloroquine has been around a half a century, and it's it's completely safe. No such thing as completely, okay? So don't send me an email. Well, you know, it's like the listing that they have on drug ads. You know, well, this might lead to diarrhea, and in extreme cases, death. Okay, that's true about automobiles. In extreme cases, they lead to death. So hydroxychloroquine has been around, and ivermectin, I don't know how many years, has been around. These are the great prophylactic drugs with regard to COVID. And that doctors are not on board with, but they are on board with a vaccine that is brand new, brand new, not only brand new as a vaccine, but brand new in the type of vaccine it is, mRNA. Okay, so I could see why some people don't want to take it. And I'm not take, telling anybody not to take it. And I'm not being coy. I told you, I'm ambivalent. But that businesses will start with this, where will it end? And the answer is, it never ends. Income tax was started in the early 20th century at 1%. And they told us, that's it, just 1%. I pay 50. The Dennis Prager Show. This was written, this song, when California embodied freedom. That was the vision of California. Was it the 70s when the Beach Boys, 60s? I arrived here in the mid-70s, late 70s. That's what I thought of in California, free. But the left has destroyed it like they did. Washington, Oregon destroyed the freedoms, the joy of life. They squelch it. Listen, I want to review your calls. Don't hang up, please. Don't hang up, please. And, Steve, I want you to call me the third hour. Next hour is male, female. Julius in New York City. How does handing out water bottles in line to vote combat voter fraud? I wish we had time to discuss this, Julius. I have an interesting question for you. How does handing out or not handing out water in voting lines, how is it declared racist? That's the issue, correct? You're suppressing the black vote. Does the, does the law say you can't hand out water to people of color? Whites can get water? You, you live, uh, not you, we all live in the world of the lies of the left. And you can get water. You can't get water from a Democrat or a Republican or a political operative. You can get water from an employee of the voting station. Also, how's this for a radical, radical American idea? Bring your own damn water. Ah, Craig, interesting question. Why are Jews so generous and build so many hospitals? Well, it's an interesting question whether this generation that has gone to college and been secularized radically will be as generous as previous generations of Jews. Almost every major city has a Beth Israel or a Maimonides or some other hospital built by Jews. Christians did the same thing, you know, Presbyterian hospitals, Catholic hospitals. Yep. It's a beautiful thing that the religion has done in in its best sense. Uh let's see here. Uh, please clarify John in Chicago, please clarify your position on gender reassignment under the age of 18. It should not take place. Period. That's it. That's my position. Let's make let's make it contingent on when you could buy a cigarette. Okay? You can take testosterone in massive doses if you're a girl, but you can't take but you can't smoke a cigarette. This country is sick. Sick. That's my position. There's another position that the media report the number of people who regret that they that they forever changed their bodies and their organs at the age of sixteen have that reported. We'll be back.